Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Warrior Project podcast. My name is Emmeline. I'm a growth and development mentor, a mental health consultant, and a little bit of a hippie. I'm basically here to teach you everything that society doesn't. Mind, body, soul, it's all connected. So buckle up and get ready to have your mind expanded. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Warrior Project podcast. You're here with Emmeline. Um, I am aware that it's been like two to three weeks since I have recorded a podcast and I feel bad about it because this is my baby. Um, But I've just randomly got super busy with my business and clients and creating content and like showing up um, in front of clients for sessions. So I will vow to not let that happen again, because I feel like this podcast is a great forum for me to discuss really important things that a lot of people aren't discussing. Um, Speaking of, today's podcast is relating to a thought that I had over the weekend, um, and I just sort of jotted it down. And it was relative to the fact that We all need an identity in order to function in society and in order to, you know, show up. However, I have identified that suffering occurs when we associate our sense of worthiness and how much value we have to the identity. I've been listening to a lot of Eastern culture and yogi type content lately. Um, I think you pronounce it Sadguru. Um, I've been listening to hours and hours of his content. Um, he's like one of the most profound yogis in the entire world. And he's very knowledgeable on consciousness and energy and just life and suffering and all things related to that. Anyway, there was something that he was discussing and I had to pause the video because I was like, I've just had a thought And I kind of wrote about it and explored it. And I thought to myself, okay, this needs to be discussed in more detail. So basically something that I discuss with a lot of my clients, and it tends to be something that I do in the very first session that I have with them. And it's relative to their self-concept and essentially designing their self-concept and their sense of self. When I say self-concept, I'm basically relating to your identity and the unique parts of you that you really strongly identify with and associate with in the human experience. Everyone's is very different and it doesn't have to make sense. And quite often the parts of your self-concept are potentially counterintuitive and conflicting and don't make a lot of sense. And that's how it's supposed to be because it's basically the authentic essence of you as a human being. When I assist people in facilitating this particular activity in terms of identifying the unique parts of their self-concept, the purpose of that is because I feel as though a lot of people, when they're born and we're children, 
there are things that we strongly identify with unique gifts, talents, skills, abilities, hobbies, interests, traits, physical attributes, things that we really nurture and explore when we're a child. And then as we get older, um, a result of nurture, nature, experiences, trauma, they tend to strip us of our natural born self-concept identifiers. And eventually, majority of us get to a point where we're kind of aimlessly numbing our way through life. And we quite often hit a point in our life where we think, fuck, I, I actually don't know who I am. I don't know what makes me me. I don't know what lights me up anymore. So getting clear on our unique and authentic attributes in terms of our self-concept is very important in terms of the way that we show up in the world and in terms of the way that we embrace all the parts of ourselves. However, a lot of suffering occurs when we identify too much with one thing to the point where we place majority of our sense of self, our sense of worthiness and our sense of value on this one thing. So for example, let's say you are FIFO, you know, you're fly in, fly out. And let's say your split is two and one or three weeks on, one week off. You're making a lot of money. You've bought a house, you bought a cool car, you've bought toys, I don't know, whatever FIFO people spend their money on. Without that job and without that piece of your self-concept, which is maybe you enjoy working away, like let's just say you're a a truck driver, a dump truck driver. I don't really know. I don't know about a lot about what FIFO roles there are, but let's just say you're a dump truck driver. You're really good at it. You enjoy it. You earn a lot of money from it and that funds your lifestyle. Something that I've noticed with a lot of people is that they place a lot of their worthiness and their value in what they do. So for example, let's just say that you got injured or something happened and you couldn't work in that particular job anymore, which commonly happens, would you still be able to take a step back and actually see yourself as being worthy? So you're unable to work away. You're not making the same amount of money. You're not maintaining the same lifestyle. Are you still worthy? Normally people feel like shit and they tend to not know who they are or what they are or how much they're worth if they lose, say, a job or a partner or a friend or a particular hobby. There are so many people that I see who they've split with their partners or they don't want to split with their partners because they don't know who the fuck they are without that person. And it's almost like a vast chunk of their identity is based on the relationship and how they show up in the relationship. Something that I say to people is that majority of the time, the person that you are when you're alone and no one's around, that's who you truly are in essence. 
And I think that's why a lot of people fear being alone for extended periods of time because they don't know what to do or how to be when they're alone. It scares them. It intimidates them. And I think they realize that they have to get the, they have to get to know themselves without their partner around, without the job, without the kids, without the housewife role, without the mother role, without the employee role, without the business owner role. And this is where it is a, it's a, it's a dance really. Your sense of self and your sense of worthiness is a dance between how authentically you show up in the world, but also being able to harness that inherent knowing that even without those self-concepts and without those identifiers, you still possess the same amount of worthiness and value. Quite often I say to people, I spend a lot of time on my own. And before I met my fiance, I lived alone and I spent a lot of time alone. And a lot of the time I would sit and meditate and I did a lot of my healing work when I was alone. And I look at myself now and I look at the things that I do when I'm alone and it's not really that different to how I show up in the world when I'm around people. So when I'm alone, I talk to my dogs, I hang out with my dogs, I like to write, I like to do what I'm doing now, which is record podcasts and elaborate on my thoughts. Um, I like to create content. I like to make food. I like to train. Sometimes, no word of a lie, I'll sit on the floor and do nothing for like an hour. I'll sit on the floor with a heat pack on my stomach just because that feeling of warmth is like nurturing to me. And I'll literally just stare at my house plants and just do nothing. <laughs> and it's funny, like when I do things like that, when I'm like not working and not showing up and not doing stuff for the business, I don't feel guilty. I just am showing up as me and I don't feel guilty for doing nothing because I have finally come to the realization that my sense of self and my sense of worthiness and my sense of value is actually not an extension of how well I do things. It's an extension of how I can just be in a state of love, in a state of forgiveness, in a state of gratitude, in a state of acceptance. And I think it's quite challenging, but also simultaneously powerful for someone to understand that they can show up as their authentic self and that in itself is powerful. But also if they are stripped of the things that they identify with in the human experience, that doesn't actually take away from their sense of self and their sense of self-worth. One of the hardest things that I had to accept in order to basically complete my healing journey is that even though I have a family and I am a functioning member of society, I don't actually belong anywhere 
and I don't have to conform to any construct and that just by me existing, that is enough. And my sense of self and my sense of worthiness stays the same. Whether I'm making $2,500 a week or $1,000 a week, I still see myself as worthy of love, of validation, of reassurance, of acknowledgement, of compassion, of forgiveness. I'm still worthy of everything despite how well my business doing is, is doing, despite me maybe having a fight with my partner, having a disagreement with a friend, um, despite me maybe losing weight or putting on weight. Um, and I think this is something that's very, very hard for people to understand is in order for you to truly become the best human being, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It is imperative and absolutely crucial and ultimately essential for you to acknowledge that the state that you are currently in is just as worthy as the state that you are striving to become. And once you can accept and acknowledge that your sense of worthiness is the same regardless of your state, that is when things will change. And I have a lot of people that meet me with resistance and they're like, yeah, but, you know, my my business is failing and I've had X amount of clients cancel on me this week and I've put on like 10 kilos and I'm I'm binge eating and my partner and I are fighting and I feel like you know, I'm losing friends and I just feel like a piece of shit. That's fine. They are all external things. Your external surroundings, they do not strip you of your worthiness. Every single human being at some point in their life has endured an experience that has made them feel ashamed or that has made them feel upset or angry or scared or sad. Every single human being has experienced an uncomfortable emotion, usually shame. And in those moments, I know that the essence of you is I'm not worthy of love. And I would be lying if I said I have never felt that. And I can empathize. Every single human being I know for a fact at some point in their life has felt like they're not worthy of love or they have engaged in things that they're not proud of on their quest to find love. We are all the same in that essence. Every single one of us has either felt ashamed about something that's happened to us or We have done something that we are not proud of and that makes us feel ashamed in our quest to find love. That does not make you any less of a human being. And really, in both of those states, you're worthy of love and forgiveness. There is not one human being that I have met who I deem to be successful and incredible, who has not endured some form 
of experience that either cause them shame or that they're not proud of that they took part in. And the only reason that them and me included are able to experience such a profound form of self-love and self-compassion is because we have felt the alternative, which is self-hatred and self-loathing. Life is not just one or the other. We would not know what light is without darkness. The only reason that we know what hate is is because we know what love is and vice versa. The only reason we know what love is is because we know what hate is. And when we're able to identify the contrast, we're also able to identify where we would prefer to be and what we would prefer to feel. And you're worthy of oscillating from dark to light, from hate to love. And I don't care who you are or what you think you have done. Part of the human experience and part of a human is figuring out who the fuck you are and how you want to show up in the world, but also understanding that when no one's around and you don't have to show up as anything, you're equally as worthy. And I get really emotional talking about this subject because you guys would freak out if you knew the things that I get told by clients. I have met a multitude of people from a diverse range of backgrounds who have endured so many different experiences that I cannot even begin to explain. But the essence of every single one of them is I feel ashamed of a part of me and I don't feel that I'm worthy of love and I don't feel like that part of me is worthy of love. That's the essence of everything. That's the essence of everyone. And to be honest, that's why none of us should be fucking judging anyone because every single one of us, we suffer from the same thing. It's shame or there is a part of us that we don't want to look at that we feel ashamed of. We are all the same in that instance. And this is humanity. This is part of the human experience. This is fucking being a human is experiencing this shit. But if you want to be able to experience the contrast and the other end, you must be willing to integrate, embrace, and look at the things and the parts of you that you feel are not worthy of being looked at because the reality is they are and they must be. If you want to feel complete wholeness and love and compassion for yourself, You must integrate and look at these parts of you. I'm not saying that you have to share them openly the way that I do. It's not about that. It's not about anyone else. It's about you looking at you and integrating that part of you that you once thought was ugly and shameful because it's not. It's just contrast. It's just experience. You need to neutralize your experiences. Stop viewing things from a psychological perspective and start viewing them from the perspective above, a spiritual perspective. If you don't like the word spiritual because it's too fucking woo-woo, okay, view it from the perspective above, which is the perspective of humanity, the perspective of we don't belong in constructs and we're not supposed to. So stop trying to get your experience to fit in a digestible box. It's not going to happen. It's not supposed to be digested by anyone else. It's an experience that you need to integrate and you need to look at if you want to achieve complete wholeness and healing. Not only that, you need to realize that you're worthy of being forgiven. Every single one of us is. So ultimately, 
show up as your authentic self, show up with the authentic gifts, talents, abilities, and the essence of you. Every single one of us has different pieces of our self-concept. They're unique and they're different. They're supposed to be. That's what makes the world go round. The fact that there is so much contrast within us. Secondly, do not identify too much with one piece of you and do not identify too much with your self-concept. Because if you are stripped of one, two, many, or all of the pieces of your self-concept, you need to understand that number one, you're worthy without it. And number two, you can fucking rebuild and you can rebuild something completely different if you want. That's the beauty of the human experience. You can transcend through everything and you can recreate and rebuild at any point in time. I'm going to have to re-listen to this because I feel like a lot of the stuff I said is like very applicable to like reminding me of shit that I need to remember. But um, anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this made sense. I hope it was helpful. Um, please leave a five-star review. Um, oh, no. What, what is it? Leave a review and then give me like five stars. <laughs> See, Kate, this is why I need Katie because Katie does all of this stuff. Um, anyway, I can be found on Instagram, The Warrior Project, and also feel free to read some of my blogs or check out the website on the-warrior-project.com. Other than that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.